Hello. Welcome to the Thane and Friends podcast. This is episode five. I'm your host, Thane Taylor. As a guest, we've got Michael Donatelli. You can find him on Twitter at Mike D. Donatelli. Welcome to the show. Thanks for, ha- uh, thanks for coming on, Mike. What's going on, Thane? Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Definitely. It's, yeah, like, I, like I've uh, said earlier, um, yeah, we've been connecting on Twitter and, and social for about a year, a little over a year now. And uh, I, j- I just love your energy, love your vibe. And uh, it, it's great to connect off of, off of Twitter, have a, you know, have a conversation over the phone. 100%. Yeah, you were one of the first guys that I, when I started on Twitter, that I really connected with. Um, I think you, Seth, Sam, Francis, all those, that whole crew. And I'm so pumped that we have this opportunity now to kind of get to know each other off the platform. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to bring you on because there's two things that I really think you do that's, that's super interesting. Um, I don't know when it was, was it last summer that you took a, uh, you basically got in your car, had a tent on top of it and traveled the United States. Um, what, how did that come about? And, and what did you think of going into that, that you would gain from that experience? Yeah. So it kind of came about randomly where I was supposed to, um, I was in college at the time and I was supposed to study abroad in Italy, but given the state of the world, um, I was unable to do that. So I kind of looked at what the next best thing was. And I had read an article about a guy who planned the perfect road trip to visit all the national parks. And that kind of sparked my mind of, oh, maybe I'll just get in my car, find a way to make it work. All my classes were online and I'm just going to go and and see what adventures I can find and see what I can see. And that's kind of how it all came into fruition. And then I just made it happen. The semester came around and I, I took off and never looked back. That is so awesome. So when you did that, did you go in with like an agenda of, I want to just keep my mind open, have certain experiences and, and expand your perspective? Or did you, what, what mindset did you have going into that? Yeah. So I was really under the mindset of, I just want to experience as much as I can experience. I felt like, you know, when I grew up, I was kind of just, you know, in, in a little bit of a bubble in my hometown. It was a great hometown. I loved it. Um, but then going to college was a great eye-opening experience of just meeting new people, people from different backgrounds for me. Um, and then that kind of got me eager to then look for other opportunities. So that's what inspired me to want to study abroad in the first place. And when I couldn't do that, I was like, I kind of thought to myself, you know, there's a lot of diversity just in the United States in general in terms of, you know, people, environment. Um, and, and really all across the board. So I wanted to experience that and, and just open my eyes to the different ways of life. And then just, you know, what incredible beauty in terms of nature that there is in our own kind of backyard. Yeah. So what states did you travel through? I mean, you started where and ended, I know you went through Arizona and and all that, but, um, kind of talk me through that path. Yeah. So I ended up going to 17 different states and, I'll do my best to kind of give you the quick route. But I started in Illinois, um, and then I went to Indiana to visit some friends, um, and then kind of went down south to um, through Missouri, through Oklahoma, then into Texas, then New Mexico, um, Arizona, and then I kind of kitty-cornered kitty across back to Utah, um, and then 
went to Nevada through Vegas, then into California, up the coast, um, Oregon, Washington, across the top into Montana, and then I went down. Yeah, I went down to um, Wyoming, um, back into Utah, then across Colorado, and then into um, Nebraska, Iowa, and then home. Nice. That is is, what a route. Jeez. Yeah, I I got a lot done over the course of, it was about three and a half months. Um, I clocked it. It was a little over 15,000 miles traveled. Um, I ended up getting three oil changes during that time. (laughs) Uh Um, And yeah, saw saw pretty much most of the Western United States. Man, and so during that time, did you... uh spend nights mostly at state parks or how did you how do you coordinate that yeah so i spent it was a good mix uh of campgrounds and then national forest campgrounds as well and then public land so there's um any land that's run by the bureau of land management you can camp on for up to 28 days um as long as it's not you know as long as it's public land um and i would find those spots i hadn't asked called I Overlander that kind of hinted out where those spots were and I would go and try to stay at places that were on that app and then you know were public land because then I didn't have to pay anything and then I would mix that with um, campgrounds when I was in a more populated area that I couldn't find that public land. Wow that's interesting I've I've never considered that that's uh, that's a great way to save on expenses for sure huh? Yeah, for sure. It was um, it was a really eye-opening experience because as I was doing kind of just some prep for the trip, that was a, a thing I was trying to figure out is where I, where was I going to stay? Was I just going to put my tent up in a Walmart parking lot or was I going to just get campgrounds booked? And it ended up being a mix of the public land and then the um, private campgrounds that I would then use in, like I said, around cities or just around areas that didn't have as much public open land or places that I didn't feel safe camping um, in those public areas. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I want to get to ice cream, but real quick, um, what is the most beautiful thing you, you experienced on that road trip? The most beautiful thing has to be just how kind everyone that I came across was. So I just very quickly, you know, I'm not hundreds of different people at campgrounds on hikes and everything. And I think there's this perspective that a lot of people have of oh my gosh, I'm past so sorry. years that a lot of people are, you know, angry and mean, and, and that's not necessarily the case. Everyone was so kind. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, so one other thing we have in common together is um, our love for ice cream. Uh, a lot of people, I mean, some people know this, but in my senior year in high school, I won an ice cream eating uh, championship. I ate three pints of ice cream within 90 seconds. I, I took home the school title and that was amazing. And I'm, I'm very well known for that. Uh, but you love ice cream too. What's, uh, I do. what, what got you into that? I mean, you're a wrestler. I'm a wrestler too. So that might be, <laughs> that might have something to do with it, but what's your favorite, uh, with like top couple, couple flavors of ice cream? Yeah. So favorite flavor of ice cream all time is cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. That was my go-to. Um, if I'm going, my favorite like franchise ice cream place is I love Dairy Queen. I'm a big Blizzard guy. Okay. And my go-to Blizzard is a uh, cookie dough Blizzard with M&M's included. 
cookie dough blizzard M and M's. You got the vanilla, uh, vanilla base. Okay. Yeah. You ever yeah. do so? What's your which when you are at home? What do you keep in your freezer? So I I pretty much only keep cookie dough ice cream in my freezer. It tends to be either like the Edie's brand or Breyers. Okay. Um, they're simple, they're reliable, and I, I really enjoy. It. You have thoughts on soft serve? Some people are really hardcore on mm. on one or the other. So I'll I'll enjoy soft serve ice cream, especially on a hot summer's day, just going to you know McDonald's getting a cone or something. But it's not my favorite. I prefer a, a hard scoop. You know, I I'm uh, a little bit uh, controversial in this in, in the fact that. I enjoy my ice cream with a splash of milk. I know some people don't do that, Ooh. but I, I put a splash of milk in there and then I stir it up. So it kind of becomes, uh, I pretend, I, I do Fairlife milk, so I pretend that's kind of like a protein shake. Um, yeah. You know, kind of trick my mind into, into thinking it's healthy, but it's very good. And you don't have to avoid the the textured stuff too. It's, it's really good even with the chunks. And um, my favorite ice cream is, uh, it's called, Mo- oh, shoot, what is it called? It's got like uh, mocha java chips in there. So yeah. get the okay. coffee flavor in there. And I actually do coffee, milk, um, and ice cream, instant coffee, milk, and ice cream almost every morning. So that's that's something that people don't uh, – they've got to – I've never heard in. of that, yeah. and I'm going to try that now. You should. You definitely should. That's incredible. Mike, we've got uh, 22 seconds left. What's your number one thing, uh, piece of life advice? Number one piece of life advice? Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Just connect with more people. Connect with more there people. There's so many incredible experiences and stories that you can hear, but you'll never hear them and learn them unless you put yourself out there and connect with new people. Love it. Thanks so much. And that's the show.